Well, in case you didn't know what happened, then I, I played different harps. I play different key harps. That doesn't mean I'm anything special. It just means I got harps in different keys. And right before the show, I set it up here and another one over here. So I wouldn't make a mistake. Go for the wrong one first. Now we're not going to use it in this tune, but is this the right one for the next time? <laughs> I'd like to take you on a nostalgia trip, if I may. Excuse me, Stan. All the way back to the year 19 and uh, 59. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on Tommy Sands. Ships that go sailing, sailing somewhere beyond the sea. She is there waiting for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms I'd go sailing. It is far beyond the stars.
Asian future basketball. Just the way I want to pose, raw and naked as a jaybird. Don't pay me a cent, not one cent. 
just let me have the magnifying glass concession. Well, you can't have that and be tall. song has no ending. Just goes on like that ad infinitum. However, the trombone player slide back there is anxiously awaiting a cue from me, at which time he will bring the song to a close. A close is what you call it. Slide, are you ready? No, don't, don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. That's it. <laughs> is I don't I do all this intuitively I don't have any technical training you know a conductor knows how to read music and things like that he can make it all work it's all comfortable nice and slides used to that kind of people like Eddie Caron or Bobby Rosario give them a definite cue for me it may come in the middle of anywhere you know what I mean slide not yet my, my solo before didn't scare you I didn't knock you out huh I did you fibs you ready slide Good morning, Brian. Good morning, good Kathy. afternoon. Oh yes, good afternoon. This is a little, little different. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm having a good day. How are you doing over there? It is the second, no, third of November. Uh, it is fantastic and yeah. beautiful over here. Yeah, it's like sixty something out here. It's a little chilly. It's seventy seven at the moment, but Whoa. it was like, I mean, we got freezing temperatures earlier this week, so wow. we're, I'm, I'm happy that I'm currently in a t-shirt, so. Yeah. I'll take my victories where I can get them. You can't tell at home, but we're in there where we're all both wearing gray t-shirts, and that is <laughs> Oh, a... interestingly enough, yes. also drinking from red colored cans. <laughs> However, I'm going full sugar mode. Um, yeah, I'm going Coca-Cola uh, flavor. I'm going generic LaCroix. <laughs> you know, I feel like I could Yeah, I feel like I could get into that. Um I just like the bubbles mostly, so. Yeah, no, it's it's the it, it, I, I particularly like the the slight flavor, you know. Just I, I I do like the like hint of flavor, the ghost of a flavor. It is kind of funny. like fog of flavor. Yeah, we just like to have like a li our our bodies just enjoy having a flavor injection every now and then, like it's required, whether it's a, a cigarette or. A soda or something. We just need some water some while delicious. It's just, mm, yeah, it just needs a little something more. You yeah. know, how can we perfect nature's most perfect drink? A lemon you or know? lime. <laughs> I mean, even that, right? Like, just what a delight. Like, yeah. Just you want to a couple you ice cubes. Like make fun of by your friends at a sports bar. Yeah. Request a lime or a lemon with your water, and everyone will turn to you and be like, "Oh, look at this Rockefeller yep. over here." That was—it's true. That's... <laughs> Absolutely true. Many times in Chili's, have asked for water with lime. Are you going to be with the Queen too? <laughs> <laughs> look at you trying to fancy up the free beverage. <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking full advantage of free. Yeah, they'll give me, they'll give me they lemon and the lime slice. They're going to charge me for a lime. They're not going to do it. They should, maybe. I don't know. Limes are like $7 a piece. Yeah. yeah. 
they will now (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're gonna be like that'll be three dollars for two little slices please it's so funny i was actually talking about i don't typically (laughs) talk about anything like this online but i was just talking about the relative cost (laughs) of like protein and ground beef specifically on twitter and i was um mentioning how like nine dollars like a pound for like a pound of ground beef was like normal around here but i was just thinking like even when i was a kid you could make like a hamburger helper style like meal with a pound of ground beef it must have been three or four dollars maybe less but now you know and i'm not complaining about it as much as it's just um i would say that even in the last three or four years is really where a lot of this expansion has happened i feel like um Mm -hmm. not you know 400 percent growth in this much time but I really do feel like, um, and obviously there's explanations for all of this. It's mostly um, not economics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting at. Uh, I feel like there's an actual like shortage of hamburger helpers. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the thing that used to cost $1 because it's basically worthless pasta in a box with some sauce uh, powder. So, yeah. So yeah. not to be all like, also like, oh, how things are different right but like uh i feel like the the other things that the pandemic like changed right so like i say the pandemic because the pandemic was the excuse for uh for like increasing those prices or price gouging like it was just like oh we can slowly raise these prices because everyone needs shit they could kind of figure out what exactly people were buying and needing maybe more than ever right so and they were like well if they're not buying all this other shit then we'll just increase the prices on the shit they are buying either way right so we get it either way and then um but you know how like in the pandemic like all of the timing of shipments was off yes that was really weird how you would actually i totally forgot about that well yeah you would order a package and it would show up like three weeks later and you were used to it at some point yeah Um, and then some but it just happens to go back yeah yeah, but, like, you know, like, they just wouldn't get a shipment of, I don't know, name it. Uh, uh, I, these these horse blankets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever, you know. Uh, uh, LaCroix. Um, Almost all consumer goods biscuits? are, like, impossible to come by. I remember there was an article in our paper. I saved it. It's still in the stack somewhere. That the headline of the t- that day's paper was, like, uh, Gatorade Zero is you know no longer available in southwest florida and then it went on to describe it sounded like it was a very kind of like throwaway topical thing and you and it does it does seem a little weird to have that as the headline when like you know thousands of people are dying all over the place but at the same time what they were actually talking about was in our community there was a large need for like zero calorie beverages because of the aging population here and needs a lot of uh you know diabetic safe electrolyte giving beverages and so like they were talking about like hey you at home if you don't need beverages like this and you just like them then maybe you think about drinking something else i actually found that completely wow. fascinating i saved it because i thought it was funny then i remember like weeks later i looked at it like looking into it and i was like oh shit yeah completely differently yeah and that happens to yeah, me frequently when i save headlines yeah um like even like i don't I, like i don't know okay even a Halloween candy selection was really shitty. Interesting. And has been getting shittier. Yeah. And what I mean is, so, um, when I was a child, 
I remember very much so um, that the shipments came in on time, I guess, right? They weren't like these really weird pre-timings where like everything started 500 years too soon, right? Like we're like, there's already Christmas decorations out yeah. and I don't remember that as a child at all, right? Yeah. But the other consequence of that, right, was that like, even as we were getting a week or two away from Halloween, the Halloween aisle was smaller than it had ever been. Interesting. And what I remember also as a child is, I mean, this was just at the grocery store. Okay. So yeah. I it was, I didn't go to the spirit Halloween or anything like that. Right. I just, but that was all I ever went to as a kid. My parents were like, Oh no, we're just going to the grocery or store. Or even the pharmacy. Yeah. They're like, this, yeah, or like whatever the Walgreens we had, Eckerd's back then. Or whatever. Yeah. But they, uh, like there was like no selection there's like nothing on clearance hmm. you know and i remember yeah. that as a child like being able to like oh it's always the best right after Halloween. november 1st yeah you go in after and you're like oh let me buy up all these packs of kit kats that like are like 60 percent off 70 percent yeah but there aren't any like there's like three like you know is it like they were going to order exactly as much as we need kind of a thing now And so, because of that, it never goes on sale. Right. So it's always, That's right, because I've also seen a lot of people post on Twitter and things like that, like, wow, candy prices are outrageous. And it's like, yeah, that's probably also why. Because they know that, they've, like, yeah, whatever, they've streamlined it or something. I they've don't know fine what the fuck they've done. supply and demand, probably using some kind of algorithm and obviously past data. Um, wow. And how and how many purchases of candy have happened historically at that store? They have years of data at this point, oh, right? Yeah. So totally, because um, we've been <laughs> using our club shoppers card this yeah. whole time, yeah. you know. Exactly. So um, they know, and so I don't know what the science of that shit behind that is. I'm sure there is a science to it, though. I'm sure they are. They do have a bunch of eggheads sitting. I'm sure, around there's a degree for it somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, somewhere too, right? <laughs> Again, you get it at like the Harvard School of Business for dipshits, you know, or something. That... Yes. <laughs> it, it partnered with MIT too, though, right? One of those so, historically racist well, colleges. One of those yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It just uh, the trunk or treat thing really bums me out. The lack of uh, real Halloween places for people to go. Yeah. Like, it's like all adults now. I don't. That's see kids actually doing something that I thought about too. I saw people tweeting, uh, you know, adults with kids tweeting how like they had like almost limited to no experience with like anyone trick or treating coming to their house or you know whatever. And uh -huh. I I think that that's. I mean, if you really think about it, even you know, pre-COVID, we were, like, moving to a more kind of insular kind of a world, you know, not on the level that, because of the events that happened, but now even after it, to expect people to, like, flock back to this thing where we're, like, what, we're in the current climate as well, like, post that last election, we're going to go out and, and when people are interact just like with people in public at the front doorstep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And there was a story about that just that next day. Someone went to the wrong house and there was confusion and something like that happened, yeah yeah exactly no like it's it's just 
everyone's unhinged i i mean yes. I, it's like i get it why it's not happening i'm just sad yeah but none of them, you know and it's like it feels it's like hard um, to imagine a point where the average uh the mental health of the average american is going to rebound at some point that's i guess what i'm getting at like i feel like anyone even at the healthiest <laughs> person four years ago in you know 10 years from you know when this all started i just don't see you know it's only the young people are going to be growing up in a world that they never knew was any different and they'll feel differently but well, no god no Man. actually it's a totally different problem yeah right. <laughs> they never it's not that they never knew what they're missing it's they have like there's nothing to even hope for anyway happy friday yeah, to all yeah. hello everyone there. we're starting on a real cheery note here <laughs> okay so let's see there is episode... we have an intro <laughs> episode what number <laughs> yeah this would be episode this is uh season six episode nine and this would be number 70 let's look at actually i'm just gonna open the old podcast Classic. app how about that hey. <laughs> it's gonna tell us we're not gonna guess anymore <laughs> we're just gonna know see i don't know <laughs> i don't either the only other way is I could open up like logic and just see what the file was named. Also, I, to, I apologize to everyone, including myself. I uploaded the previous two episodes um, ahead of time, uh, but I accidentally didn't do a publish date for uh, number 74. <laughs> and so what happened was it now has a publish date of the upload date. And that means that it will always be uh, episode 72, 74, and then 73, even though it was, went live after that. So. You can't go back and change it unless I deleted it and re-uploaded it. So cookies crumble, you know. Yes. Now it's just a cool. It's like the those bowls in Japan when they break, they put them back together with gold. There's a name, <laughs> there's a name for that in Japanese, I'm sure. Uh, but that's what this uh, that's what this is. Okay. Okay. So I have a a wonderful clip. This would be episode seventy five. From a show I haven't started watching. Yes. Um. Okay. But I saw this clip and I had to show it to you. Yes. Okay. Have Have you seen, of course, the legend, I Love New York, Tiffany Pollard, contestant on uh, Flavor of Love when she was vying for the love of Flavor Flav? Have you ever seen... I'm completely blank on her persona. But. Okay. I'm ready. And okay. Yes. Then let me start here. Okay. Okay. So to our listeners who maybe don't know, during the first writer's strike uh, and, and the rise of reality television. VH1 went wild. VH1 went wild. And so one of these shows was uh, Flavor of Love. Yes. Where... Was that a... Uh, can I... Uh, is that a follow-up to Surreal Life? Or was that... Which one was first? Um, I think Surreal Life was before. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It remember. doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's we'll, all do the, we'll do the research. We'll get to before. it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in this timeline. Yes. And this, all that matters this for this time, conversation. <laughs> no, I mean, because there's, of course, a multitude of reality history. It's true. Before and after parallel and just <laughs> spin off Before shows. Flav and after Flav. Oh, my God. There's like, I mean... The, the flavor of love is just our beginning. It's true. It's the origin of this <laughs> conversation a long time ago, whenever this started. 
So Flavor of Love is a show where uh, Flavor Flav invites, you know, a dozen, <laughs> 20, I don't remember, uh, really beautiful women to a, a mansion in the hills and they all slowly get eliminated one by one, you know, um, and he presents them a clock instead of a rose, right? So it's it's like, you know, kind of built off of this bachelor scenario, right? Yes, one of the contestants clock. who vies yeah, for who vies for Flav's love <laughs> um, is uh, oh, and and he gives them all nicknames. So they come up and they're like, "Hi, my name is Tiffany," and he goes, "I'm gonna call you New York." <laughs> um, so he gives them all nicknames, and okay. so that happens with all of them. So her name becomes New York because she's from New York, and so we, um, I guess is I, I guess that's what it is. And then, um, yeah, and then she becomes a, she kind of steals the show. She kind of, okay. uh, throughout the, she becomes one of, like, the kind of most watched contestant. Yeah, uh, and in my brain, there's a show later called I Love New York, right? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and, and I, I Love I New York is, basically, but... so it, it's her spinoff. Now okay. it's her turn to <laughs> fill a house with a bunch of guys yes. and they all vie for her love and that's because the relationship with Flav just really didn't work out and, and, and that's that's putting a pin on it because I don't want to put any spoilers there <laughs> okay, okay? Right. Just, long story short the relationship didn't work out so now she gets a shot at her own show I Love New York Wow. Uh, where all kinds of antics can, it, like ensue um so what I want to do is I want to find like a best of, please, like on the YouTube, uh, somewhere, somewhere on the YouTube. And if I were slightly less stoned, I think I could do this faster, more efficiently. But thanks to all our listeners. Yes, thank there. you for sticking with us. Pumpkin. I I just want to laugh at that where it says pumpkin pie. We don't have to click on it. I'm just <laughs> it's just a word that's funny to me. Pumpkin pie. Let's see, this is a, yeah, this is the best moments of flavor of love. Mm -hmm. let's, let's give this a yeah, shot. Yeah, this will let's... be great. I'm Tiffany New York Pollard, and I'm best known for being on the flavor of love. I was known for being very feisty and outspoken on the show. I was supposed to put them bitches in their place, and that's what I <laughs> This I plan to win Flav's heart. In order for that to happen with 20 other women, there's no way I'm going to play fair. No way. I'd be damned if he sends me home with the bullcrap that I see downstairs. What Flav and I have going on is totally different from what I have going on with these girls in the house. Everything's going to be Uh, there is like eight people in a limousine, all directions, yelling and screaming, waving hands. I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, I have one up on everyone in the house, if not more. All right, then. What? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Not you. You can choke. This was the first interaction I really had with Brain. So I wanted to see her. Um, <laughs> 
her anger level. I wanted to see if I was powerful enough to twist her mind. It was a mind thing. She got mind screwed by me and it worked. My advice to the other ladies in the house would be beware of me because I'm not backing down. I'll take that whole bottle actually. So Flav probably felt like he couldn't get close to her and really fill out who she really is, besides this big, huge joker. I so know I'm not going home tonight. Flavor Flav being like a crisis negotiator. Unbelievable. Clearly a very real man underneath all the all the I'm not the type that holds some shit in when I need to like release. So I'm not shocked that I won. I'm not surprised. New York, if you notice, she talks with her eyes shut, so you know, you can't really look into her eyes. Hey, it's the 70s today, y'all. You know what I mean? Yes, that's the truth. That's her business. You want all going to a senior citizen home. I thought I looked great and I wasted my outfit. Okay, sure. <laughs> that is like just so good out of context. Uh, there's so many good lines. Yeah, I can. <laughs> Maybe if I find like a, um, a nurse or something that can help with that. Said that impossibility to do Okay, well, possible is yeah. good enough for me. Okay. You want to go instead of me or something? No, totally, I'm not going to do that because then it makes you look like the bigger person. And no, so I'm not a bigger person. You at least, you know what? I might be a fucking bitch to the heart, but at least I don't smile in all these girls' faces because you fucking are a wolf in sheep's clothing. I'm not. I'm a fucking wolf. You see me coming like this, so I don't mind. I mean, eventually. No, Smiley, we're not going to make this about you. You okay, huh? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I only asked you one time. I would throw this ball at your head. What you mean? For what? For what? I'm asking you for what? I just asked you if you were okay. And I said I'm fine. Okay, but you're, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I don't need your attitude. You know, honey, she's a gold digger, she's a slut, she's a whore, um, and she's totally fake. No. I looked amazing, but hottie comes out with this big, huge red cape on, and you know, she wound up looking like the devil himself. Like, do you know where we're going? It's the house of the Lord. Have some respect. I can truly sit here and tell you that I love your son. Seriously, I do. I think for New York to say that she was in love with Dave <coughs> proved that she needs to be certified. I mean, the mom looked like she was gonna gag. Pumpkin and hoops. They're both sluts trying to sleep with my man hoops and pumpkin pack an overnight bag you're joining me at a romantical getaway in palm springs where we can relax who and who just y'all two don't worry new york and goldie i'll see you the next day in san diego <laughs> bitches fucking bitches
Waiting in line, I always get goosebumps and chills. But then I'm saying to myself, New York, stay strong, because this is a man you will one day be with. Man. I'll give you the big one. I know you You have a lot of big meat waiting for me. <laughs> I know that was eating them up. Rightfully so. I'm glad it did. You know, I, I don't want them feeling good. I, I want them to feel like shit. So hopefully they did. Yeah, yeah. It's my broccoli shit. <laughs> <laughs> now imagine him in the But, you know, broccoli is very powerful. It's, you know, rich in fiber. <laughs> Vitamins, so hey, if I smell like broccoli, I'm proud to smell like broccoli. Blade. That's what you want? You want disharmony in your house, flavor? Wait, hold on, chill, chill, baby. Disharmony? You know what? Didn't you leave the first motherfucking night? Yes. And, and that was for a reason. That was closer to my goal. I'm getting closer to my man. The sooner these girls can get that through their head, the better off they'll be and they'll be able to go on with their life. Core hoops. Frankly, I think she's an undercover lesbian. She's a beautiful <laughs> I can't wait till she goes home. She's obviously a very, very beautiful woman, but when she opens up her mouth, you know, it's like dirt. The first time I saw Hoop's mom come through the door. I didn't believe it was her mom, you know. It was like, whoa, this is a young girl. How you doing? As I'm getting closer, I, I hope I get this right. There's the artist. He's, they say that his work looks great from afar. And then once you walk up, it's like, ooh. <laughs> so I kind of compared, you know, Hoops's mom to um, that artist's work. Uh-oh. Pumpkin was very stiff, you know. It's like, you know, what's cooking in there? Nothing. <laughs> New York went and gave him her forehead. How do you taste the forehead? <laughs> New York is not gonna back down, and I'm not backing down in any way. Flav is mine, you know, that's how I see him. I'm sorry, it just hit me just now. You know what? You think you're too pretty, and you're not that pretty. If she would have acted that way with me as she did hoops, so help her God, you know, I would have oh, yeah. definitely took a chunk out of her freaking Norwegian ass. Yeah. Uh-oh, number seven. I ain't gonna lie, but she act like she really doing all that for me. Oh, snap. Damn. <laughs> the biggest competition right now, I would say hoops. There's nothing sexier than a man well, eating Doritos. It's sympathy, sweetie. That's play. it. Yeah, He's flailing around right now with a knife in the kitchen. Yeah, I do. I sure do. I have a fucking knife in my hand, flailing it around, eating my steak, and I'm loving it. And I'm going to keep the knife in my hand. <laughs> Just live with it, honey. When everyone got back home from the dinner, Smalley confided in me. And it just kills me the way I tell these girls I want nothing to do with them, but they keep coming at me. Now, I don't remind you that you're weak as show that shit every fucking five minutes. Then keep my fucking name out your mouth. That's the last time I'm going to tell it's you. It's fine, then don't talk to me. Shut your fucking mouth. I ain't been trying to talk to you. You come on my balcony talking shit. I am a natural beauty. This, I know, this week. All know, but at the same time, I am a woman that likes to, you know, play up her features. And I know these bitches would love to look more like Miss New York. I just look damn good. Goldie, she seems a plus size loud woman. You know, I'd go as far as to say I 
slightly acknowledge Goldie. I have nothing against plus-size women, but, you know, when I'm next to Goldie, there is, you know, a, a difference. It's obvious, you know. She's a cute girl, you know, cute next to gorgeous. Gorgeous is going to, you know, devour cute. So uh, in the looks department, I definitely, you know, I've scored too high for her to catch up. I didn't like it, you know. It hurt that he was paying a lot of attention to Goldie, but I think I handled myself well because I see myself pouring the champagne all over the table and leaving. I mean, I was just like a millisecond from doing it. Fucking, fucking country, fucking bumpkin with her fucking white gravy, fucking biscuits. That's all he fucking cares about. I have the dress, and tonight, I will be the shit. You know, dessert was there. We I have just saved dessert. you while I'm watching this entire dessert. show. This, this is, is basically the highlights. This is incredible. We just served each other up on a platter. At least I didn't gain 20 pounds being on the show, you fat ass fucking transvestite looking I bitch. I better than you making no, action don't. right now. Yes, the hell she I do. I don't know how to stand. I don't even know she was replying to. I knew from the beginning in this competition that it was very important for me to stand alone always because that shows Flay that he has a solid woman in the house. Pumpkin's calling me out. For her to bring that up just shows how petty and childish and immature she is, how easy she is to basically crunch, you know. I'm crunching her. Pumpkin, she's a she's a trash bag. It just seems like she's just there to make out with him and see how far she can go. Um, do I like Pumpkin? No. Do I respect Pumpkin? No. Does Pumpkin still need a facelift? Um, yes. How was your evening, Pumpkin? Good. <laughs> I wasn't interested in how the day went. I just wanted to, to pump her for information. Poops, she was slow at answering that door. I think she knew that I was on the other side. She's obviously bothered by the fact that I spend the night with Flav. Do I give a damn? No, I don't. He's going with hoops right now. <gasps> you think so? He is. Oh, what the fuck hear... are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. He's huh? living with hoops right now in her mom. Where are you going? What are you talking about? What? I don't know if um, a woman that deserves to be here is going to leave tonight. I'm getting ready to go on mine right now. How would she know that? I mean, she's totally clueless. No, that's not true. She's like, <laughs> what? Oh, stop. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. Don't tell me this. Um, Speak no more. Like, just weird shit. And I was like, oh, my God, is she okay? Like, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> no, so such a crazy candidate. She's having her one-on-one -on -one tonight. What the hell are you talking about? She has a one-on-one -on -one with him. She just got home. Mm -hmm. Keep it together. Keep it fucked together. <laughs> When love is involved, I tend to be very territorial. I wouldn't call it jealousy because I'm usually the superior woman. <laughs> I'm What's a wreck. All I've been doing is eating. You know, oh. probably eat all night. She made Taking a bad everything else in me not to go upstairs. That's how you what know she's one of us. I, I could have swore I heard a moan. I think New York wears cologne instead of perfume because she said when men smell it on her, like it makes them feel sexy because they smell themselves. No, this bitch has lost it. They're both lesbians. I would say that Pumpkin would be the lipstick lesbian and Hoops would be, you know, the man. You should have just sat there and ate your food because you need to shut the fuck up. Actually, this is real shit right here. This is real shit. Shut up. Were you trying to address me? 
I just said you're the aspiring actress. I haven't did any TV shows, and I have not been playing been with this hot. And he knows it. That's why I'm standing up here, and you're getting ready to get the boot. Pumpkin is eliminated. The fucking bitch tries to call me out. She's telling Flave that um. Yeah, this would be so funny because on VH1, obviously, it was censored. So like everything pumpkin. she was saying was like bleeped out. I can't wait to get to my man. Like that's the love <laughs> of my life. That dress looks awful close to mine. Somebody must be jealous. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not jealous, hoops, and you know it. <laughs> no, <laughs> do it! Slap me, bitch! <laughs> she spit on her. You motherfucking whore! You motherfucker! Put your motherfucking hands on me! Did you see that bitch fucking spit in my motherfucking face? Bitch, I would take you out! And that bitch breath stinks too. Check I smell the shit all in my head. Smelled like straight up shit. It smelled like a toilet full of nasty ass shit, okay? I must say this right now. I'm gonna take this clock because I want it from my heart. And I thank you for letting me be in the house. But I wanna go whip that motherfucking bitch ass right now. Well, answer you like a lady. I have to room with hoops. I was just hoping that this was a prank or a joke. Talking about something, she's sexy and seductive. She dresses like a damn tramp. You know what I'm saying? She has her ass out. I don't know what's seductive about that. She don't have an ass. She might got one now because she didn't gain 15 pounds since she been here. You know, titties hang down to here with the nipples underneath. Vaseline being covered all over your body. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's seductive about that. For me to answer the question, I'm gonna answer it like an adult. Obviously, oh, there's like some, an adult. Excuse I'm keeping me. it excuse real. Me, I'm talking to Flay. So what? See, I'm not gonna argue over dinner. dinner. I ain't arguing either no you, more. Especially with you. New York is in the motherfucking house. You think I forgot about that shit? Hell no, bitch. You spit in my motherfucking face. New York is on your ass in five, four, three, <laughs> motherfucking one. Your opinion, my opinion. Oh my your opinions God. are your opinions. And yours are yours. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of my all-time favorite two seconds of film. Flavor you know, Flav flipping over in a canoe. On from his mind, you know. Doesn't matter if I'm black or white, I'll still talk my shit, bitch. About your skin color, bitch. Now shut the there fuck up. All right. Let's get scrumptious for my man. I'm just ready for him to just gobble me up. You know, it's it's time. Pumpkin and hoops. They should definitely beware of NY, New York, because that man upstairs. I love admire and already cherish and i am not gonna leave his side bow out gracefully or if you don't want to bow out gracefully i'll take your head on it looks better on me anyway we'll let slave be the judge of that look at the material you should be going home you can anyway. be the judge of it you know what my ass been on pause but i'm finna press play in a motherfucking millisecond in a motherfucking millisecond. Now ask that bitch what the fuck you gotta ask her. Hurry up. Yeah. But hopes, you have hope. I don't need hope. No, I don't no. work on hope. I work on fate. Okay. And fate says to walk me your ass out that door. you <laughs> are leaving. I ain't gonna spit because I got way more motherfucking class than you. You know why? That's why I'm not gonna spit in your motherfucking face. Is this class? But you know what? You know what? I am, however, gonna spit Flav and I 
have been very intimate together. <laughs> I'm talking love making. Yes. It was beautiful. We made music. You know how I feel about you, and I'm done. All right, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> New York, don't be mad at me. I'm gonna roll with hoops. <laughs> I got kicked out. This slave kicked me out of there. But, like, he is with her. Like, she's with him. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. Why the fuck did he do that? Like, you know what I mean? I'm saying, I don't yeah, wanna, I wanna get pissed at Flav. But he's a fucking idiot right now. Either you love New York or you hate New York. You know what? Fuck you if you hate me. You know, if you love me, I'm with you. <laughs> okay. That is so. unbelievable. So, yes. take that in for just a moment. I'm processing Your it. Thought. That is... Yeah. She's still around today, right? So, <clears throat> a lot of time has passed for things for her to do. Wow. I'm just... Wow. And that was only season one of her world of whatever. Whew. Yeah, that was like, so, so you are correct that, yes, I, so in the, in the clips, they showed that Bridget Nielsen came on the show and she talks to some of the gals that are competing. And that's because, yes, this had happened after the surreal life. Yes. Okay. So it's that, that's, that, that is now I do recall as, as, as you just, brought to mind to help me remember the chronology it is on the surreal life that Flava Flav and Bridget Nielsen begin a torrid love affair and they become uh -huh. uh, fodder for tabloid bullshit uh -huh. okay interesting and then they break up or whatever because that was going to be inevitable and then uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and then and, and then and then that's when he, yeah, in the string of going crazy, gives Flava Flav his own show, and hence Tiffany, New York, enters enters the scene. Oh my god! As a and and as we've just heard, it makes the most motherfucking crazy entrance anyone has ever made into a reality television show. That is that Queen, is I adore truly... her. I adore her. <clears throat> oh God, yes, that is truly. Like next level, there is no one has ever like, no one has ever. I was thinking about this as I was listening to that and watching that. No one has ever like been that like functionally crazy, <laughs> like <laughs> like and allowed on being kept on camera. Like she's clearly like, you know, she loved Flavor Flav. I, I do highly encourage you to watch the I Love New York series where you just get all her all the time. Yes. Um, no, I'm, the, I'm the down. I love, the Flav of Flav one, it's fine. It's, it's But the I Love New York's really. Okay. So. Um, I'm in. It turns out, and I had no idea, that very recently, the E! Network. Oh, has developed a new show. Oh no! And this new show is called House of Villains. Oh, <laughs> that is where she belongs. 
where to be quite honest, I'm not entirely sure of the premise. House of <laughs> Villains. Join me on this journey, Brian. Oh, I will. Please. You see, I had only minutes before joining us on the cast. I had been laying in bed, mm -hmm. scrolling aimlessly on my phone, watching... Uh, going from like Reddit threads to Twitter and then to like nothing and then to napping and then like just to hugging the dog. As I wasn't doing does. anything. Yeah. As one does. But as right as you were sending the Zoom link, I was watching this clip and I said, wait a minute, I have so many questions. First of all, what is this show? Why haven't I heard of it? Uh -huh. Where can I watch it? Yes, that's my next I question. Need to watch it from start to finish now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so. I'm ready to. And this clip stars none other than Tiffany New York. Oh Pollard. yes. Which I am primed on her now. I like. Yeah, we're just it's so funny now that you showed that to me. Now I am like excited and pumped to see whatever the hell this is, which is it's incredible. <laughs> and before I was like, no, I don't know who this is. But now I'm like, and our audience as well, I'm sure, is completely ready for oh God, this no, lady this to see what she's up to today, which is actually, that was my next question, so I'm glad that I just let you explore. <laughs> yes, no, it's, 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 uh, oh, this is really how you build drama, you know, and this is why, as a reminder to the E-Network who are here, mm -hmm. getting all of this free promotion that they should really... Believe me, the AI will catch all of this dialogue and put it in the description that'll end up in the text, and maybe if we say E-Network enough, then that'll end up in the text. <laughs> And then they'll catch it. And, and if we compliment mm -hmm. how how handsome and hilarious <laughs> Joel McHale is, the three H's. I love you, Joel McHale. I've always been a fan of McHale. you from start to finish. I loved you in Community. I loved you in uh, the Soup before that. You, you're. Uh, I'm gonna I'm... call you Mc 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 hilarious Mc handsome McHale. I love all the things you've talked about, Joel McHale, or intern working for the future Soup that they bring back <laughs> when he comes great. back. I'm technically an unpaid intern too for my own <laughs> non-organization. <laughs> However, you know that the love for New York is 100% absolutely real because that is exactly what kicked off this particular conversation. I was so excited when I saw this uh, thing pop up on the feed, Brian. Yes. So I am so glad you are here with me joining in that. This is perfect. For just a few, a few moments. I am ready. York. I'm the original HBI mother C. <laughs> and I deserve my spot here in the House of Villains. So I need y'all to keep me here. I don't want a sympathy vote. I don't need a sympathy vote. But I need y'all to understand the pecking order. <laughs> so you don't want my sympathy vote? Is that what you're saying? That's Omarosa. I need to hear it. Oh, Omarosa. You just said in front of all these people that you did not want my vote. Since I already said that, Omarosa, may I also say that I find you to be a fucking guzzling Republican. <gasps> Yo! And I sleep better at night. Joel McHale's about to die. Wow. And, and ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this I received from the legend. But you'll be saying those things at your house tonight. 
I might need a second. I'm not gonna lie. This is the most It is time to vote. I need to go first. Holy! I can't believe this is a concept they allowed to like. I'm not even sure what the concept is. I know thirty percent. I get twenty percent of what's going on here, but it's incredible. I'm addicted. I was addicted the moment I saw this clip. So let's uh, let's look up the Wikipedia or something. Figure more about. We need to know. This. Yeah, no, I need to take a breath. <laughs> yeah, that just that was an intense amount of emotions. I wasn't. I hadn't heard. <laughs> okay, that is crazy. I actually had forgotten that kind of fact about um, Omarosa. I forgot that her I, that was part of her identity. Wow! Holy shit! <laughs> Here's Yahoo. I, I went I went to Yahoo only because they also uh, have an exclamation point in their logo. <laughs> <laughs> Who's who of ease? Oh, okay, okay. Joel McHale serving as host. He has brought together 10 notorious reality show villains to live together under one roof while vying for a $200,000 prize and the title of America's Ultimate Supervillain. <laughs> yeah. It might the horns went off and then, like, America's um, Ultimate Supervillain. Each week, they will compete in a battle royale challenge to the death, with the winner getting to put up three potential castmates for elimination. And then the house votes to eliminate. Okay. Wow. Okay, so just, just typical challenge show, I guess. But the the, the text here, incredible. Oh, the, here's the cast. Yeah, yeah, truly, okay. truly. We're just going to skip through it, because we don't give a shit. I mean, no offense, y'all. Unless we see something that really, let's see. Someone, oh. Oh, that guy that from guy. Love is Yeah, that people, I recognize his face from, like, this celeb, you know, the TMZ kind of stuff. Oh, what? Johnny Fairplay! <gasps> Johnny Fairplay! Okay, I know we have to watch it. I'm sorry. Because of Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. Omarosa. And, and there's, yeah. Okay, this is, like, a must-watch. A, a chance to see what Johnny Fairplay... Do you know the history of Johnny Fairplay? I'm gonna no, just gonna play. I have no idea. This is going to blow your fucking mind. This is like the number one thing still, I think, to this day. Um, it has to be. No one has ever done this on Survivor because I don't know if you could repeat it. Um, well, here. I'll just show you a clip because it'll be better laid out in like a kind of dramatic fashion here. Johnny Fairplay pulled off a big old trick. <laughs> See, this is, this is coming straight from the Survivor scholar here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me open up my thing. I'll... I guess fair play is a joke in the fact that he wasn't actually engaging in fair play. Uh, he called him, he named himself Johnny Fairplay from the beginning, so I don't know why everyone didn't try to figure this out. Um, Johnny Fairplay. He was on Survivor season, I want to say six or seven. The story of Johnny Fairplay. Yeah, here we go. How long is this? Oh. Oh. Now I can't. I'll edit this moment out, but. Hmm. 
is broken Know that feeling of having to. Let's see. Let's see. Johnny Fair plays. Okay, this is a seven-minute clip. We'll do enough. Okay. That's too long. It's like a four-hour. It's like forty-nine minutes. About you don't need you don't need that much about him. Really, all that really matters is the the big punchline. Really. Okay. Um. Okay. Should I share screen and do this this way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Oh yeah, that way I can also hide the title of the vi video, which is kind of enough. a punchline. Okay. Uh, let me hit share screen. I promise I won't look at okay, it. Okay, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> desktop share sound. Okay. That's honor. Gotta do that. Okay. And then comes this dead grandmother you lie. Well, you can look up now. You can look up. And so evil, it definitely guaranteed John a spot in the Survivor Villain Hall of Fame. Take a look. John, here's your buddy Dan. I can't wait to meet this guy. Oh, God. <laughs> Final seven. This is sinister. Oh, my dear, that was good. Huh? That was good. She died, dude. Did you get the letter? John, you went from really happy to really sad. It was either going to be my buddy or my grandmother coming, and uh, my grandmother's not here for a reason. What happened? She's... He's not around. So. Sorry for that news. I'm sure everybody here is sorry. I don't know. I can hope to win this and, and get some more information. The reward is your loved one gets to come back to camp with you for 24 hours. Oh. They'll eat with you, they'll drink, they'll live in your camp. Sandra, first move. Fair plays, buddy. Dan, take one step back. Lil. I say Sandra. Sandra's husband, Marcus, take a step back. Johnny Fairplay. I mean, I have about a million questions I'd like to know about my grandmother, but obviously some people don't give a f so Sandra's It's not husband. all about you all the time. Right. His grandmother just died. Sandra's husband is my choice. Well, comes down to this. Bert, big decision for you. If you choose Lonnie, Johnny Fairplay gets his buddy. If you choose Dan, we go to another question. I'm gonna have to go with Lonnie. I'm sorry, man, you've got an amazing wife. Why Lonnie? Um, because John's news is, I mean, it's the worst day of his life. I've got to let him hear it through. Got to. We all support that. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so don't, sorry. Don't be sorry. Johnny, come on over. Say hello. Dan, get off that. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Your buddy Dan is coming back to camp with you. You're going to share in everything about that camp. 
Eat their food, drink their water, because it is your camp and your camp only tonight. For 24 hours, the two of you are going to be on Camp Balboa. For you guys, you generously gave up a chance to spend time with your loved ones so that John could get a little more information about his grandma. So we're going to give him an opportunity to do that. You're going to another beach. Let's see what you've learned after 28 days out here. Oh, my God. Bert, come over and get this machete. Here's some waterproof matches. You're going to a separate beach tonight for 24 hours with a machete and some matches. <laughs> Great challenge. Lots to think about. I love you, baby. I love you guys. Thank you, every single one of you. Thank you. Thunder D. This is Thunder D, guys. Thunder D is the greatest guy in the world. John's grandmother just passed away. We all kind of agreed that, hey, let's let John take this. Our mothers, our husbands, wives, uh, boyfriends, whatever, will be there when we get home. John got his news about his grandmother. I've gotten to know John. He hurts just as much as anyone. My husband has to understand that this is what we had to do for him to have some time to talk over his grandmother's death with his friend. Oh my God, I, I really hope this is going back. It is exactly oh, what you think. That was a brilliant performance, sir. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Did you like mine? I couldn't cry, I tried. I brought on a couple tears for you. It was sweat. <laughs> My grandmother's sitting home watching Jerry Springer right now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my autograph right in the center. There it is. The snake. <sighs> this is a game for a million dollars. I have one chance in my life at this. You should take every single advantage possible. If you don't, you're a fool. John called me before he left and was like, I've got to have any sort of leverage I possibly can. He said, out smart and out think. He's got to outplay everybody. And he's like, if you come down here, tell me my grandma died. I know that John had to promise Krista and Sandra a lot in order for them to back us up to get rid of tea. I had to promise on my grandmother to them. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. I had to. She's looking down here. I know, she'll forgive me. <laughs> I had so much fun in explaining to uh, Dee and Lil that uh, Krista made me swear on my grandmother's grave, and I told them that it upset me so much to have to do that, and I was like, one of her last wishes was that, that I win. Krista keeps telling me, Sandra, I honestly believe him. He swore on his grandmother. Therefore, he can't be lying. Promises are like wicker furniture and fat women. Easily broken by Johnny Fairplay. Johnny Fairplay is a real bastard. She's most definitely still alive. This is uh, John's grandmother, Jean. So did you know anything about the... First of all, let me say what everybody's thinking. We're imagining, when we hear this dead grandmother, we're imagining a frail... Maybe 85, 90-year-old grandmother. We're not imagining this young, beautiful woman. But this is your grandmother, right, John? Oh, that's my grandma. Okay. <laughs> Were you in on this? No, no. <laughs> no idea? No idea, no. When did you find out? When you found out. <laughs> when we called. Right. Yeah, what happened was... After that challenge, we were all devastated, so we called back home to see if there was anything we could do, and you answered the damn phone. <laughs> By the way, 
Thunder D. What's up? Yeah, you were in on it. Uh, a little bit. Just a tad. Oh. A tad? Oh, a little bit more. You came out and you, you set up the lie. Um, John set it up before we left, but I played it out for him. All right. Are you okay with this? Is this something you expect from, from John? Well, you out, we, no, smart. So it was a game. Yep. It was a game. John, any remorse at all thinking back on that a little bit? No way. Are you kidding me? He didn't win, to be clear. I uh, didn't play fair and uh, didn't plan on it. Happy that my grandma's at home and doing just fine. Can't wait to see her. Peace out from Johnny Fairfly. <laughs> Peace out oh. Johnny Fairfly. Oh, my God. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, how about that, right? Okay. How about Johnny Fairplay? So I'm, I'm as a what big... What season was that? That was, I believe, season six or seven. Let me look it up real quick. Let's type in Johnny Fairplay, because I know he has a Wikipedia article. Yeah, here he is. Shocked. American uh, professional wrestler and television personality. He went on to do a little professional wrestling briefly. He's now 49. His real name is John Dalton. There we go. Wow. Oh, he's been on more than one season, I guess. Danny Bonaducci altercation. <laughs> oh, I already... <laughs> Wait. TMZ. Dalton filed a police report. Okay, wait, what was the accusation? On October 2nd, at oh. the, uh, 2007, at the Fox Reality Really Awards. <gasps> there was a reality award show? Uh-huh, gonna open a new tab there, okay. Dalton was invited to present an award and was loudly booed by the audience while speaking on stage. Actor and political commentator Danny Bonaducci, who also, of course, was in the Partridge family, let's not forget that. That is, yes. Not to be approached forgotten. Dalton on stage and said they're booing because they hate you. As Bonaduce <laughs> then began walking away, Dalton followed and leapt on top of him, causing Bonaduce to react by flipping Dalton over his head and dropping <laughs> him to the floor hard on his face. Dalton immediately left the stage, visibly bleeding from his face and allegedly losing a number of teeth. Okay, well, anyone who wanted revenge on him might have got it at that moment. <laughs> Soon after, Dalton stated that he had filed a police report over the incident and that authorities were waiting to review video before pressing battery oh charges. On, on October 5th, 2007, three days after the incident, LA Deputy District Attorney oh. announced that Bonaduce would not be facing charges, stating that there was insufficient evidence that Bonaduce's actions were criminal. Boxer noted that Bonaduce's actions fell within the realm of self-defense as Dalton had initiated the physical conflict. Wow. At the 2008 Fox Reality Really Awards, Dalton and Bonaduce appeared together on stage and joked about the previous year's incident. In a scripted scene, Dalton kissed Bonaduce on the lips and Bonaduce subsequently spit an object out of his mouth, which he joked was another one of Dalton's. Wow. Wow. Plot twist. That did not end how I Huge thought it was going to no, go. No, not at all. Wow. Not after knocking out that dude's teeth. That is... We have been on quite a roller coaster already, Brian. This is... Wow. Wow. I just This is another one of those moments where I was just looking at the numbers to make sure they're going up that we were recording, because I can't, you can't recreate that magic. That surprise. <laughs> 
We just saw, like, we just showed, with, like, uh, one of the biggest uh, con men and deceivers. And believe me, he had to keep up that lie. He worked really hard the entire season to keep up that lie because he made, like, fourth place. Wow. So he almost made it to the very end. So he was on there for wow. 35-ish, 30-something days probably. Mm-hmm. And, dude, he, like, <laughs> incredible. Well, yeah. And loss of well, number of teeth. What matters is that we've all learned something here today. We have. We have. <laughs> we learned that Danny Bonaduce. show. I cannot wait to watch it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Again. One more time. Let's go back to. House of Villains. And yeah. let's not forget that Fox uh, reality channel once existed from 2005 oh, yeah. to 2010. Gosh. But yes, House of Villains as well. Uh, Fox reality Look channel was an American pay television channel. It launched in May 2005. It was owned by Fox. It featured the many shows originally on the Fox network. Let's see, was it rerunning them? Yeah, maybe. Oh, it had a lot of original programming. That's funny. When buildings explode. Oh, there was one called My Bear Lady. Gives adult film stars the opportunity to try out different careers. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, yes, but like... Hey. Uh, sure. Unbelievable. I just I can't. I mean, I believe it. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's exactly. It's just. Yeah. It's not that it's unbelievable. I understand that a a, a channel that is just for reality shows is going to go to like great extensions of the concept and go to some like hyper hyper modernism or something like of reality television. That's crazy. Well. Sex decoy, love stings, set inside the private life and professional world of Sandra Hope and mate check, private investigation. Oh my god. Each episode chronicles specific cases of spousal. Oh, this one's cheating. Spousal, yeah. Smile, you're under arrest. (laughs) Improvisation. That's just an amazing scenario before police officers arrest the criminal. Name a place. Bank. <laughs> Name a crime. Littering. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's try another. Let's try another one. <laughs> um. Oh wait, hold on. House Husbands of Hollywood. They actually did try it. <laughs> wow. Um. 2009 they beat us to what how many uh how much do you think they had to edit out of this one here uh the academy providing a behind the scenes look at police recruits of the la county sheriff's academy no it's probably all actors who just wanted to like portray cops in television shows yeah actually that that would be funny like a reality show that just follows the cops around there strictly like New York City like acting cops <laughs> we stay in the background with the car I don't, we don't really know how to do anything but we wear the badge we just follow all the extras of law and order <laughs> like we technically have to be officers to wear the badge or some like New York City filming rule or something well cause you can't impersonate an officer exactly so every time anyone's in a movie they have to be temporarily legally deputized in the filming vicinity. <laughs> Watch out, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's right. You never know. Uh, 
Oh, how about this? The Fox Reality Channel was shut down and rebranded as the American version of Nat Geo Wild. What? <laughs> Excuse me? That's such a drastic alter. There was there used to be a show. Let me just go back down here again. There was a show That's called Sex Decoy. There was a show called My Bear Lady, and it became Nat Geo Wild. I love it. I love. I love the world we live in. Yeah, I, I love. I love the, there we go. And and now that we can't find. I mean, where am I supposed to find that show? Uh, but let's let's do look up House of Villains, House of Villains, and see where it actually lives. Does it live on Hulu, perhaps? E online, but where does that actually exist? Let's click here. Very rude. I hate how they do this now. Oh, you know what? Sometimes there's like where, where to stream dot com. If it's not full of like ads and stuff now. Oh, <laughs> that literally did used to be a website. Okay, <laughs> not anymore. Now I just type in the word streaming at the end, and then see, and then hope for the best. There's no guarantee. Let's see. It is the E Network. So my guess is it would be. I believe E is owned by NBC Universal, which means it's probably on Peacock. Voodoo? Or, yes, they also... Oh, yeah. Oh, right here. Okay. Oh, it's also... Yeah, it's on all the Apple TV because they have everything. Yeah. Voodoo. Okay. Okay. I'm going to see if it's there. You can also watch it on NBC.com, apparently. House of Villains. Oh, Meet is it on Peacock? Because I have that stupid Yeah, it thing. should be on Peacock. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look there. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, yes. There's currently episodes one through four, and it's currently oh. airing. A new episode just hit last night, episode four. <gasps> oh, my God. So we can, like, watch this live. This is great. Okay. Man, Johnny Fairplay actually, uh, 49 years of age... Um, he's still well. No, he's got that like forty-nine-year-old like I'm gonna do a blonde haircut thing. So I don't know if that does fly. <laughs> I think those glasses are doing a lot of work in that screenshot too. Okay, let's just click. I have to. Oh, wait! Don't do this. Too. There we go. We'll get a little taste here. Ready for Walmart Black Friday no. deals? No, I'm Get not. Get this Barbie playset for twelve ninety seven. Oh. These skull candy oh, headphones for forty nine. Excuse me, it's doing so that thing where it's amazing um, deals. Very rude. It yeah. all starts online Wednesday. It's not on Peacock. It's not really. That's silly. Huh? E says, does that mean it's on? I mean, you can get E on Hulu. So should it be on Hulu as well? We'll find this out. Friends and home. This I don't know. You're just finding out with us. We're helping <laughs> you figure out how to watch what could be the greatest reality show currently on TV. The series premiere aired simultaneously on E's sister channels, Bravo, Sci-Fi, and USA Network. That is an interesting... Uh, they're making it extremely confusing to figure out how to find it <laughs> by airing it on so many different networks. 
But hey, I guess that's how you make television now. Yeah, so the, let's see. Reading down here, they have uh, people from 90 Day Fiance, Bachelor, Love is Blind, um, Bad Girls. I guess if you Club. have like live TV Hulu as well, that, that will get it. But I don't have that because I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I, I, do, I do have that. Let me, um, although, I, let me see. No, I'd have to like do the whole login rigmarole because I don't know what the hell my password is because I'm bad at that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd have to do the whole password reset, and that would take no, too no, much no, time no for worry. a podcast. Don't, don't so. think, don't, yeah, don't, but we'll, don't, we'll don't, bring it up. We will bring it path up. Path of the least show. resistance. Yes, we'll exactly. watch it eventually. We'll 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 find it through a variety of legal means. That's exactly what I was thinking. That would be the best way to just open up a file in VLC and hit play however that's achieved <laughs> if only uh, yeah well we learned a lot about Nat Geo Wild today we learned a lot about uh, Johnny Fairplay and Survivor season wow. uh, Pearl Islands <laughs> yeah I'm shocked I'm like I'm, I'm still season kind of 7 away. by the way season 7 which is the uh, season with Rupert uh, who is a, uh, a all-time Survivor character as well? Worth mm -hmm. watching for Rupert alone, I would say. He is the hero of the season, you know. I would like to name not name to say who wins my next pet or child, Rupert. Uh, you may you may find Rupert such an endearing character that you may. He's this <laughs> oh, he's this really? man right here. <laughs> he's a very endearing character. <laughs> He works with, uh, he's like a, you know, children's, uh, I don't know, positive energy coach. You know, one of those kinds of things. But not, <laughs> not creepy, I think. One of the ones that, like, has a child of his own. Um, let's see. I did have, oh, of course. What the hell am I even thinking? I had uh, a couple funny little stories to end this off on I was talking about earlier. I'm going to save the last one for last, but... Um, so, you know, I'm always talking about the insane climate disasters that are happening here. Let me move these so you can hear me. Always, always a delight. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that um, last hurricane that we had that wasn't such a big deal uh, brought a bunch of flamingos with it. It kind of brought them. It, sco it scooped them up, you know. Let me go back to my screen where I can see you. Yes. So it brought them all to town. They got scooped up in a little wind net, and it brought them here to town. And... Uh, they are now hanging out and it turns out that there's enough of them that they could actually rebuild florida's uh, native flamingo population which had been like dying out at like a precipitous rate because of their habitat where did they come from like did they just get like lost in the torn uh, in the tornado Let lost us read on. flamingos just feel like they belong in florida they're visually loud shrimp eating birds that wade in shallow waters often standing on one slinky pink leg yes that that's floridians standing around on one leg eating shrimp they like tropical weather and spend much of their time lodging in places like cuba and the yucatan peninsula and thankfully for bird lovers Hurricane Adalia this summer scooped up dozens of flamingos and deposited them along the west coast of Florida and the eastern United States. But will the birds stay and rebuild Florida's historic, uh, historic flamingo population, or will they fly back home to Mexico? The flamingo reports are down to a trickle, and I don't know if the birds have left or if people are less... Oh, and now Florida wants to welcome immigrants. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Well, I don't know. Where's Where's he from? He oh, he's from the Audubon Society. Yeah. No, I mean the flamingo. <laughs> thank you, thank you for thank you for completing your alley oop because I was a little too high to perceive the context. <laughs> the flamingo reports are down to a trickle, and I don't know if the birds have left or people are less fixated on this now. What, does that mean like you mean less people looking for flamingos? I guess. I biologists and flamingos. Yeah, they're not trendy anymore. They're past the pink sauce. In terms of, uh, <laughs> in terms of, fl uh, a bird. Uh, what do you call a bird? a uh, lover like a bird looker aficionado yeah well he's like a biologist so he's like a like a real reason for oh, looking at or, birds or 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 yeah ornithologist yeah like you just love looking at birds through little peepers you know <laughs> you're, peep you're a bird peeper you get... binoculars <laughs> binoculars peepers. yeah bird peepers. Get... bird peepers i get reports of 10 or 12 flamingos here in florida bay and uh let's see five a Constantly looking through my peeper. More, that's what they call them in bird-looking school. Um, <laughs> that there's 40 or 60 at another location. Lorenz has been tracking flamingo reports in Florida for decades. And this year, he's been overwhelmed with emails, phone calls, and... Oh, phone and cell calls. I needed to differentiate landlines oh. and cell phones. This is the local paper, folks. Um, oh. All from people reporting on giant pink birds. The maximum, yeah. I, I'm seeing a giant pink bird over here. Any idea what that is? I, I don't know. I've never seen one never of them seen, before. No, is it a flamingo or one of them? <laughs> but at certain times, they coalesce with conditions as good as they are now and spread back out. We've had groups stay more than a year. We've had 60 at one time that wow. hung around for several months, and that was around 2015. So they can hang out for a very long time and then up and disappear. Flamingos were even used for the opening scenes to the classic 1980s television program, Miami Vice. And they're the flamboyant face of the Florida Lottery. That's true. Because they're um, uh, not... They're... <laughs> no, hold on. Because they're rare? They're, they're rare and indecipherable to their value to you, I guess. Uh, uh, but they're, are they truly at home in Florida? 100 or so birds were picked up by Hurricane Idalia in August and delivered to the Sunshine State, with various size groups being split uh, out of the or spit out of the storms as it blasted through the eastern Gulf of Mexico. Uh, they were in Mexico, and the category form at uh, the category four storm pulled them into its eye and sent them to Florida. Big question now is whether or not they'll stay in Florida and become part of the local landscape. Okay, that was it. All right. Brian, be, I'm so glad that apparently, you, uh... let me skip to the end where they give you the conclusion of the story. <laughs> Lorenz said it would be decades before we'll know for sure whether or not flamingos are at home in Florida. <laughs> what? What's the point of the article then? Just, just that. Decades. Just that the, just that the flamingo spottings have sh slowed down. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's all, that's all we need to know. Yes. And then uh, let's see what else do I have here. That's Florida. Well, I have I have some you, yeah. animal. Yeah, I saw own. that. I saw that. Tell me about that. That's more important. So it's perfect. It's a perfect to, to, to as we go to this brand new Noah's Ark that we're encountering. Mm -hmm. So uh, Marty Moose just continues to uh, just grab headlines. Uh, he Martin uh, Moose. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh. uh um, 
has captivated everyone's imagination. And uh, <laughs> even even our governor has been making memes about the moose. I like that. Um. So this is a uh, you know the, the, the 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 governor of New Mexico tweeted out a meme image of two mooses side by side. On one hand, you have on one side on the right hand side you have a pic of Marty Moose himself. Yes, looking looking healthy. On the left hand side of the image, you have a gentleman with moose antlers, a gentleman named Marty Chavez, looking and healthy. Yeah, and 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 I I believe Marty Chavez was a former mayor of Albuquerque. Okay. It's it's just it's it's just it's, the, it's, just, here's another it's just a gentle ribbing. But here's another person from New Mexico of public note whose name Marty. Yeah, that's basically the yeah. only connection. Okay. And it, it. it's, it's they're both members of the Democratic Party, I believe. I, I believe she responded to it even. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, uh, because she tags him in it so it's not like uh you know yeah yeah he's gonna see it that's great yeah so he's he's a former mayor of uh of of, of albuquerque he i guess a committee person on the democratic national committee uh, a few other things right so haha right very <laughs> hilarious so marty has really just yeah just really taken he's officially taken recognized canon of new mexico yeah. now the governor has spoken so is is marty gonna stick around i'd say so i say and so. uh it, it so there's just more marty sightings continue he just wow. continues to come back so the i think the last time i really read to you about marty was in september when he was caught and released and then i told you there was another sighting and this is the most recent news where everyone is just captivated. This is incredible. The state of the world is bleak, writes the Santa Fe New Mexican opinion editorials page. <laughs> in, in, in a story about a moose. The state of the world is bleak, and in tough times, individuals need an escape, a place for respite before returning to the news of war, mass shootings, and governmental chaos. Here in Santa Fe, we have the story of Marty Moose. Yes. Marty, so named by his fans, is the moose who can't seem to quit New Mexico. It's true. Seen trotting along Hyde Park Road in December. Marty reappeared this summer, was picked up by wildlife experts, and moved to near the Colorado border in September. That's better moose habitat. <laughs> no matter. Marty has moved south once more. And his whereabouts were being captured through photograph and video. This mouse is more. This mouse. This moose is more popular than Bullwinkle. <laughs> he has a Facebook presence, a page called the Marty Moose Fan Club, with more than eighteen thousand members. The page was started by Martin Duran a year ago in November, when Marty Moose was out and about in the Mora Valley. Those sightings didn't turn into headlines, but people in the area enjoyed tracking their moose. And no wonder, moose sightings are extremely rare with Marty Santa Fe visit the southernmost spotting in New Mexico. Basically, Duran writes on Facebook about the Marty Moose page, it was just a page for people to post pics they'd taken of him while he hung out in the Mora Valley. 
from Mora. Marty went to Pecos and was out of sight for weeks before turning up at the Santa Fe ski area. Once more, Marty disappeared only to re reappear this summer in Tezuque before wandering into Santa Fe. Marty almost ended up on the plaza, but New Mexico Game and Fish Department officials relocated him. Considering a young bull like Marty weighs 1,000 pounds, that's a good thing. Marty didn't stay put, though. He went south again. Darren Vaughn with Game and Fish says it's possible Marty is hunting for a mate. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Horn. Horny. <laughs> Horny is the answer, Going I guess. Going south. Okay. Whatever the reason, Marty has been a bright spot for <laughs> like, his many I like that fans. quick follow-up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just yeah, move it okay, on. Yeah, whatever. Who said Horny. that, but, yeah. Audrey Kunkel, a Moose fan page member, crocheted a Marty figurine in his honor. Yes. Other creative fans have generated memes in which Marty is spotted at such New Mexico <laughs> favorites as the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta or Ojo Caliente Santa Fe Spa. Entrepreneurs are making t-shirts and other merchandise featuring Marty, and he's inspired more than a few paintings. Other moose lovers on the page share facts about the species. Moose hair is hollow to hold heat and help the animals float. Followers are watching Marty from as far away as Alaska. Through their enthusiasm, yeah. fans protect Marty, reminding one another not to disclose his location yeah. or intrude on his space. Don't dox Marty, please. As Duran put it when rejecting a video, okay, enough is enough. I just declined a post with a video of some idiot pretty much right next to Marty by the Rio Grande. Oh. Nope, not on this page. That's important because getting too close to a moose can be extremely yeah. dangerous, both for the animal and people. A constant worry throughout the coverage of Marty's travels is that he could be run over by a careless driver or mm. become frightened and charge a person. National Park Service guidelines recommend staying at least 25 yards away from a moose. And that's about five car lengths. I like that, too. That note. Poachers are a danger, too. Yes, it's illegal to shoot moose in New Mexico, but not all people follow the laws. Hmm. Game and Fish officials had to euthanize a bull moose in 2021 after it was illegally shot near Farmington. Yeah. And so it goes. As Marty travels through New Mexico for reasons only he knows... Along the way, he is making friends, bringing people together, and brightening our days. Stay safe, Marty. <laughs> Eight comments. Que viva Marty. Oh my god, yes. Que viva Mar Marty. Leave him in peace. That's in Spanish. Oh, okay. And Marty then the follow-up comment. But bring him a friend, a lady friend, or guy friend, if that's what he prefers. <laughs> Incredible, I now, love it. Now, that's more hilarious because that's in Spanish. So it says, pero tráigale una amiga o amiga o amigo si así los prefiere. So that's really funny because that's the gender, like, they know they can't be gender neutral in Spanish. <laughs> you can't just say, bring him a friend. It's a very know? thoughtful comment for Mar Marty Moose. I just, I just want this to be clear, right? That when it's a shit show, it's a shit show. But when it's posy vibes in yeah. the comments section, okay, it's like posy vibes across the board. Like, look at this. It's not assuming jet. Like, it's like I know that's stupid, but like, it's actually radically inclusive, even for a, for a moose. Yeah. Hello, someone finally. Uh, opines politically mm -hmm. still keeps it wholesome yep 
Marty Moose for mayor. Uh-huh. Easily done. Next person, he's trying to get back to Wally World. <laughs> and then someone uh, has uh, commented a photo and a website, got my t-shirt at location. And the photo says, Marty Moose on the loose with a moose inside the Zia symbol. <laughs> Screen printed, yeah. Oh, wow. This is amazing. As one clever fellow wrote it back in December, Moose Andalus, which is giving giving it this like Spanish spelling, A-N-D-A-L-U-Z, which is hilarious. Anyway, okay, so, Marty Moose. I love this. This is incredible. This is like, this is just the best. I have, I have a second follow-up. Yes, oh, please. Oh. oh. The Mexican gray wolf has been tracked also in the same area where Marty Moose has been hanging out in the Jemez Mountains. Oh. So the New Mexico Game and Fish officials have been busy. Uh, state and federal wildlife officials are tracking the movements of a Mexican gray wolf that has made its way to northern New Mexico. Wow. I said a radio caller revealed that a female crossed the I-40 west of Albuquerque and north of its designated population area last week. Mm. Her last location was in the Jemez Mountains west of Jemez Springs. Wolves that venture that far north are protected under the Endangered Species Act and cannot be bothered unless they pose a threat. A wolf earlier this year left its pack in Arizona and wandered 500 miles into New Mexico earlier this year. It was eventually captured in Taos and released back into the Arizona wilderness. Wow. I guess we'll keep an eye out for wolf headlines, too, in addition to the moose headlines. Mm -hmm. Now, Brian, again, I think this this gets us to the terrifying thought, I guess, that... uh, these these are like harbingers of some kind of a migration that's necessary. Yes, by it does. These, all of these animals, not not just it's not just Marty Moose and Willie the Wolf and Frankie Flamingo. Yes, exactly. Know? Frankie Flamingo is now a, a character in this world. You know, it it it's, I think it's going to be a much bigger problem than we're anticipating it to be. Uh, there was also a bobcat spotted up in Tsuki Village, which like also isn't far from here and it's not that they're rare sightings but it was right in the middle of the road and kind of in the middle of like kind of a i'd say kind of more well populated area i've made local headlines as well um and i'm also wondering if like that's part of it right like these these creatures are also going to be motivated not just by like maybe marty's motivation right which is like you know it's finding a mate but that that creates aggression. That's not safe for people. I don't know what the wolves are looking for. You know, so also me, also going to cause aggression. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. When all these interesting, well, not interesting was the word, but just strictly speaking of the scientific phrase, invasive species, when they pop up, and then there's new interactions between things that have never interacted before in a place that they've never even, neither of them have been like. That's a, that's a sci-fi concept there somewhere. 
All right, we talked about lantern flies last week. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's correct. We did. Yeah. We also. Or last time or whatever. Yeah, and now I have. That's funny. And now I have someone showing up at my door from the federal government saying they're putting up a thing to check for fruit flies. And specifically that, um, like, you know, they're just trying to see if there's a certain kind of fly here in the country now, is what they said when I called the nice lady at the local number. Mm-hmm. But interesting. I. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's a lot of signals that say uh, nature's doing some wild shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. I, I don't, and I don't think it's like we should totally be playing it off as like a hilarious headline. No, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to, it's like, um, I guess it's one of those things where like, if I'm, I wasn't laughing, I'd be crying basically, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am rooting for Marty because I do want him to be safe. Yeah, and, and what's wrong shot. with a single moose like, in New Mexico? It's also kind of funny that, like, even moose, you know, like, all of us are at risk from getting shot by an American. <laughs> Including people who were 1,000 pounds and uh, seven or eight feet tall. Yeah, right. Giant. <laughs> Giant antlers that could murder a man with one poke. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Or even the Who's. I bet you those things, they could just rear back and destroy you. One oh, knock no, your head off. They're massive. Have you, I mean... I feel like they could bump into you and kill you. Person, they're huge. Whenever I've seen a video and someone takes a video of a moose walking by something to scale. Yeah. Because like, if they're just in the forest, not really, like... I don't know how big that tree is. I don't know how deep in the forest it is. But if you see it, like, walk by, like, a truck or something, yeah. and you go, oh... It's bigger oh, than a pickup truck or a car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like one of Earth's biggest creatures that's not an elephant, you know. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty sick, actually. Uh, they, it's, uh, they did say he's 1,000 pounds, so thank you. Uh, welcome our 1,000 pounds of moose to New Mexico. Yeah. Marty Moose. Marty. <laughs> All his fans. Oh. Was this episode... What was this? This is episode... Um, a. It was 70, <laughs> 75, season uh, six. Oh, it was episode nine. Okay, how about that? There we go. I'll press the button. Although we should have some, uh, let's see. What am I going to call this here? I'll type in the YouTube. We need bumps. Yep. And then I'm going to say... Oh, Marty. Hmm. I'll edit out this pause here, too. What am I thinking that would be good? Yeah, I'm trying to think of songs about animals. Yeah, what would, what's a song that would fit? It's like, I want to talk to the animals, scream, or what, how does that go? I'm actually, you'd have to Google the lyric, actually, because I bet you it's not called that. Uh... Oh, it's literally just called Talk to the Animal. Okay, here we go. There's a bunch of different people who do it. Oh, uh, we can get... um... Oh, uh, Bobby Darren. Why is it? I don't have... I have YouTube Premium. What's happening here? Jump to the rear bumper. Okay, hold on. Kennedy was screaming. What a wonderful ad. Unbelievable. I wasn't fast couldn't, couldn't have done it better myself. It's because they heard us talking about Nat Geo. Yeah, it is. Oh my god. And so they served to us a JFK Nat Geo. 
Thank you, everyone. If I could talk to the animals, just imagine it, chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be if we could talk to the animals, learn all their languages, maybe take an animal degree. I'd study elephant and eagle, buffalo and beagle, alligator, guinea pig and flea. I would converse in polar bear and python, and I would curse in fluent kangaroo. If people ask me, can you speak rhinoceros? I'd say, of coceros, can't you? If I conferred with our furry friends, man to animal, think of the amazing repartee. If I could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals, and they could talk to me. If I consulted with quadrupeds, think what fun we'd have asking over crocodiles for tea. Or maybe lunch with two or three lions, walruses and sea lions. What a lovely place the world would be. If I spoke slang to orangutans, the advantages why any fool on earth could plainly see. Discussing Eastern art and dramas with intellectual llamas, that's a big step forward, you'll agree. I'd learn to speak in antelope and turtle, and my Pekingese would be extremely good. If I were asked to sing in hippopotamus, I'd say why not us, and I would. If I could parley with pachyderms, it's a fairy tale worthy of Hans Anderson and Grimm. A man who walks with the animals and talks with the animals, grunts and squeaks and squawks with the animals, and they could talk to Study every creature's language so I could speak to all of them on sight. If friends said, can he talk in crab or maybe pelican? You'd say like hell he can, and you'd be right. And if you just stop and think of it, ain't no doubt of it, I'm gonna win a place in history. If I could walk with the animals, talk with the animals, grunt, squeak, 